Welcome to the Small Town View podcast, hosted by Lynette Clark and Jackie Welch, where community is strength and unity is power. We are Randolph County United. We are here today with Wix Pies, Mike Wickersham, and Dylan Wickersham. Wix Pies is a family-owned and operated business since 1944. For 78 years, the business was started by Dwayne Wickersham, better known as Wick. Mike joined the family business in 1985 as the new company president. Mike's son, Dylan, was brought on in 2014 for sales, social media, and marketing. To this day, Wix Pies has stayed true to Wix values of making the highest quality products, and their Indiana Sugar Cream Pie has been named the official state pie. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. First off, we're just going to get started, and we just want to ask, tell us something interesting about yourself, something maybe most people don't know. I'm the youngest of uh, five sisters and one brother, I How many people know that or not? That's good. How about you, Dylan? I really enjoy the outdoors, staying active. And actually, I'll toot my dad's horn. He rode his bike across the country last year from the Pacific to the Atlantic. Um, and we both do, some, do quite a bit of cycling. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we followed you on Instagram when you did that ride. Thanks. I think Julie kept yep. everybody updated. Julie and Yeah. So in your own words, how would you describe a generational gap? Let me go first. Sure. Okay. Well, I guess a, a generational gap, I, it's from a business perspective, a generational gap is a uh, difference. When I came to the business, my thoughts about business was different than my dad's. And when Dylan came to the business, his thoughts about business, different than mine, not, not bad, uh, good, good, good differences. That brings change, and as senior of the two of us, uh, that change I have to adapt to. That's what I would describe as a generational gap. So what would you say you're doing to adapt to that generational gap? Listening and accepting where I feel it uh, doesn't negatively affect the business, and taking a risk that I might not take, but if it's not negatively affecting the business, then I'm willing to uh, accept that change and uh, take that risk. Yeah, communication is, is big. This reminds me, I had a pastor once tell me that he was going to retire soon. He said, typically, the age of your congregation matches the age of a pastor. And I thought that was interesting. And Dad has built a great team. A lot of them will be retiring probably in the next 10 years. So, you know, when I first saw this question, I thought, well, this is a little bit negative. But actually... We can learn a lot in that gap, and, and it's just communicating and and really getting a feel for where the business came from to make decisions for where the business is going. What keeps you up at night, right? You guys are coming together, and yeah, so what keeps you up at night? Nothing. Same, nothing. <laughs> so you don't worry about anything? No. Pretty I, carefree? I when you close your eyes, is the only time in uh, your uh, your life that you truly give yourself to God and uh, he is in control of your life at that point in time. So I, I sleep soundly. Yeah, I was going to reference God here too. I mean, a, a strong faith, God and, and his plan for your life is what allows me to not be kept up by anything at night. I love that. That's really good. I think that's super encouraging too, because that shows that the communication that you guys are doing every day, that you guys are doing it well, because if you're resting and you're trusting God, 
then you guys are also putting in work. Because I believe that God wants us to work for what we have, right? So I think it's really cool to say that you guys are doing the right thing because this could be a messy transition. Like we've seen other companies go through this and it doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. It separates family sometimes. So I'm super proud that you guys are doing that together and the communication is where it needs to be. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, in, in I just I feel really blessed to be where I am and really thankful. So for our next question, what is your strategy for passing the torch to the next generation at Wix? And on the flip side of that, Dylan, what is your strategy to be prepared to carry on the family business? Well, as Dylan said, uh, he felt very blessed. In in 1985, I felt very blessed as well. Uh, And I really joined Wix in November of 1984, but uh, 85 was my first year. But one of the things that uh, surprised me A little bit of disappointment was that uh, in the spring of 1985, my dad, Wick, uh, indicated that he was going to go across the street and open up Mrs. Wick's uh, bakery and cafe. And so my my vision of working daily with my dad every day, day in, day out, uh, ended rather quickly. Um, I had, uh, as Dylan said, we have a great team at Wick's, and many had been there a lot longer than I had, so uh, I had... uh, the opportunity to rely on their expertise in many areas. And and my dad, even in those first months, was a, a walk across the street, but it wasn't what I was expecting. And I guess from a, uh, a passing the, the torch, uh, I, I kind of consider it a, a slow and steady process. Uh, Dylan's been with us for eight years now, and he's grown into that job. And uh, one of the uh, one of the things I tell many people, if I had one son, I may or probably would be doing a lot less at Wix than I'm doing right now. But I do have a second son and, and two daughters, and the second son has indicated that uh, he plans to come back as well. And I, 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 I feel like there's a need for me to be around and available when he comes back within the next year. And Dylan knows this, and, and I don't have any doubts that Dylan and Lucas can can work together and uh, continue to grow Wix uh, with or without me. So I guess my words would be slow and steady. So Dylan, what is your strategy to be prepared to carry on this family business? First thing that comes to mind is just realizing that I don't know what I don't know. And uh, leaning on those people that have been there many years and and will hopefully stick around a couple years after my dad retires and, and accepting advice from them, but really at the same time, building our culture, having goals to set and and achieve and and really looking to grow what we're doing as a company moving forward. Dylan, you've added some really cool things. I know you shared in another group that I'm involved with about online sales. Can you tell us a little bit about that and like the struggles you had with adding that? I thought that was my idea. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> well, so we, we, we had an online store before 2020, and, and when the pandemic hit in 2020, our online store was, you could order a full case of, of Wix manufactured pies, so that's sugar cream, pecan, German chocolate, peanut butter, coconut cream, pumpkin, spice, and we would ship it to day air, and, and really UPS was making all the we didn't really insulate the packaging, um, so the customer was paying hundreds of dollars for, for shipping. So shutdowns happened in March, 
our industry kind of shut down. So, you know, restaurants were closed, distributors were doing very little. We actually had production shut down for about a month at Wix. And I being in sales and marketing, it was not a good idea for me to make sales calls. So I had someone reach out to me asking if I could ship their employees pies just to kind of connect with their employees that were at home during the pandemic. And I said, we don't have anything to ship a single pie, but let me figure this out. And so about a month later, we shipped around 35 pies to various locations in Indianapolis, people's homes in Indianapolis. And it went great. And that kind of got me down the road of figuring out how to ship a single pie instead of a case of six. And so I, I found some insulated packaging and I did some testing and figured out that I could, I could get two days of um, acceptable um, thaw on the pie. It's not keeping it frozen, but it's, it's not going above 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So we kind of redid the store to allow for single pies shipped to people's door all over the country and launched that in October of 2020 and did really well. We found that a lot of people that have moved out of the state who cannot find sugar cream pie in their grocery stores in California, in Colorado, in Florida, were ordering sugar cream pie. And so it's kind of expensive, but that's to cover the, the insulation, the packaging, and kind of the operations behind it. But a lot of people found the value in just getting a sugar cream pie that they haven't had in a long time during the holidays. So, and now we're partnered with a company called Gold Belly that kind of sends us people who may have never heard of us before. And it's kind of worked nice. in ways to introduce our brand to others that, you know, even even like grocery distributors who've never heard of us before. So now we're going to be in in all the Save-A-Lot DCs for this fall. We're looking at a few other grocery chains in the South that are interested in picking us up. So, Yeah, that's really cool. I know every time we go, my sister lives in New York, but we grew up here in uh, Randolph County and we always take pies and they always send their order home, right? For us to <laughs> drive out. <laughs> You're welcome. I can't remember my parents. We had a family who lived in Florida that we were super close with, and they would come visit us. And they wanted to go to Mrs. Wick's like every day. That was their thing. And they love their sugar cream pie. So my dad like rigged up some packaging a couple of times and shipped them all the way to Florida with like dry ice and stuff. And he made it work. And I think it's really cool too that you mentioned coming to new grocery stores. Because when I was in Mississippi the last time, because where my a lot of my family is at, and it's a little bitty tiny town. It's called Tishomingo. There's probably like 500 people there. But their grocery store there, they carry your guys' pie filling. So I was kind of geeking out. I was like, I know where that's from. Like we live like not that far from it so it's kind of cool when we travel and we I always look in grocery stores to see yep. if they carry Mrs. Wick's pockets yep so that brings us really to the next question as well I mean it sounded like when you did that that was kind of a pivotal moment during COVID and something good that came out of that um, we all face major decisions in our lives you know you can choose different things you can go left or go right so what is one pivotal moment that comes to your mind that you believe got you where you are today Mike, you want to lead us off with that one? From a personal standpoint? Sure. It was 1977 when I met my wife, Julie. I, uh, I like to say I turned right instead of left. But, uh, that was uh, the best decision of my life at that point. It was still the best decision of my life. 
business standpoint was in 1988 when uh, we as a company decided that we were not designed to make fruit pies on a uh, manufacturer level. And we just stopped making fruit pies in around 1988 and uh, concentrated on pie shells and uh, the pie flavors at that time and have added a couple of flavors since then. And those pies are uh, fill and bake what we're designed to do, whereas our fruit pies were not, uh, we were not making them that way, so we stopped doing it that way. Did you have a lot of resistance in that when you made that change? No. At that time, fruit pies, uh, we had customers in Texas that wanted a, an apple pie for about a dollar and a quarter a pie, and it just, you couldn't, couldn't do it, so we chose not to. Gotcha. How about you, Dylan? Well, kind of piggybacking off of off of how Dad answered that question, meeting and marrying my wife was probably the the right turn <laughs> instead of the wrong turn for me in my life. <laughs> um, and and we've been married now eleven years. We have two daughters and a son due any day now. So, congratulations. Um, <laughs> as far as Business-wise, I think moving moving back to Indiana and, and joining Wix Pies was probably a pivotal move for me career-wise, and it's it's been great. It's been, you know, I grew up around it, didn't think I was really interested in it, and it's really been amazing. I got a great passion for it, but yeah. That's good. So... You're about to have three kids, right? Yes. You got two. You're about to be outnumbered. Two in diapers. Oh, wow. I've been outnumbered. We, we have will two. have two. We have two girls. Okay. And we've got a son. They tell us it's a son. Very exciting. Exciting. So he and I will still be outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the biggest lesson that you feel like you've learned so far in life? We'll start with you, Mike. Well, I guess the biggest lesson I would say is that, uh, listen, Hold your tongue until you've uh, listened. And uh, I still uh, fight the second one. I don't always hold my tongue when I should, but uh, I do try to listen. So I think that's probably the biggest lesson. I like that. I was talking to someone recently, and they were talking about active listening, how we should listen to understand and that's been something that I've been thinking about a lot because like you, I sometimes want to just like blurt out something before I processed it and then I regret it later. So I've really been working on that in my own life is trying to listen to understand because so many times I feel like we're listening, but we're trying to like fix the problem before the person's even done speaking. And then we really, we miss out on a lot when we look back and we take time to reflect that we realize that we could have responded differently and actually been a help. Instead, we just blurted it out and as in our rage or emotion, just that's something I'm trying to work on. So Dylan, what would you think is your biggest lesson you've learned so far? I, I would say um, just understanding what I can control and what I can't in my mm -hmm. life and in business and, um, and kind of having peace in that. Yeah, that's really powerful to know what you can't can and cannot control. Yeah, for sure. 
And I think back to that. For me, it's important to be intentional about the things I can control. Like my family, the things that are important to me is intentionally, because we get so busy in life, and I'm sure with you guys running a large business and your family, you really have to be intentional about the things that you want in your life. And then you just let go of the things that you either don't have time for or that you can't control. You just kind of let those be what they can be. But I, in my life, I want to be very intentional about the things that are important to me. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If you could share only one thing with our audience and our community today, what would that be? Well, I think it's important, uh, no matter who you are or what you do, is to be responsive to the people around you. So if somebody has a question, be responsive to answer it. And if you don't know the answer, let them know you don't know the answer. But you'll, you'll find out. The, you'll, you'll do all you can to, to, to find the answer. And that, that would apply to family members, coworkers, bosses, employees. And just be responsive. I think I've shared that with you before. How about you? What do you want to tell our audience? Uh, spend less than you make and uh, work hard it's important. and invest in the future, okay. both, both in your time and in your, um, in your dollars. Um, because well, time just ticks on. And so continue to invest, invest in yourself, invest in the future. Very good. Well, for this next section, so we let you guys have some of these questions to review before, but we're going into what's called rapid fire. Jackie's going to do this, and it's five rapid fire questions um, that we just want like a one word answer, a couple word answer to just off the top of your head, whatever comes to mind. So Jackie, you want to start off? Yeah. Okay. So favorite place in Randolph County? Just home. first thing. Home. <laughs> okay, Dylan. Uh, the YMCA. Oh, nice. very good. Okay, this is more than a one-word answer. It's kind of like a one statement. If you could see your 12-year-old self, what's one statement you would say to yourself? Ride a bike with a helmet, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> bike with a helmet. I see myself riding a bike. So I love it. No, that makes sense. But it's across important. the country, right? <laughs> Don't pick on your brother so much. Uh, <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I know, because now you got to work with them. Oh, man, that could be bad. <laughs> um, one book that you think every leader should read? The Bible. Gosh, I can't top the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> that was a mic drop moment. <laughs> you can't talk. Okay, no. he's not even going to try. Okay. Um, one accomplishment you're most proud of? Yes, hiring a county highway engineer. That's most proud of that, I guess, right now. Gotcha. That varies with life. Okay. Could say a hole in one. I had a hole in one after 59 years of playing golf. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, so personally, I completed an Ironman in 2017. I'm pretty proud of that. Awesome. That's uh, a lot of work. Married 11 years. Yeah. Good, just a personal accomplishment business wise. Um, just kind of the pipeline of sales that I and connections I've made with our business in the last few years. Very good. Okay. This is my favorite one. I think if, it's the one we all want to know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you could only eat one Wix pies for the rest of your life, what would it be? And it cannot be hot or cold. 
You can't say hot or cold. That cannot be you your said answer. Wicks pies. Yes, 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 yes. Mrs. Wicks pies too. Uh, sure. Okay. Yes, Mrs. Wicks or Wicks pies. If you could only eat one for the rest of your life, what one would well, it be? I'd probably eat sugar cream with a cherry berry top. Oh, is that one we can order? Yeah, you can okay. Order sugar cream and cherry berry, and you just top it with cherry berry. That's two. He just tried to upsell us. I don't know. I want to try that the next one. But like Mike said that I could do this. You have to order two pieces. Oh. Hey, it'll work. Two's better than one. Sugar cream. Okay. How about you, Dylan? Probably apple crumb. Classic. I uh, can, I attribute apple crumb to my cross country success when I was in high school. I had, <laughs> nice. I had a slice of apple crumb before every cross country. Meet. Seriously, before, that's awesome. The day before. <laughs> and it, it helped me win a lot of races. Very good. Yeah. Like his lucky pie. <laughs> <laughs> and warmed up with a, with a scoop of ice cream. So. Oh, that's right. even better. Ice cream makes everything better. It does. Oh, yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys coming over today and chatting with us, being our first guests, right, on our um, Randolph County United podcast. So we're excited to go forward with this and have leaders like yourselves on here and be able to have the conversation with you. So we appreciate you being kind to us, being our first one. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to a Small Town View podcast. We encourage you to subscribe and follow us on any of the major podcast sites, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google. We also want you to reach out and follow us on our social media. Randolph County United has a Facebook and Instagram along with a YouTube channel. We hope that you will keep learning, keep growing, and as always, be amazing.